This episode was brought to you by the Social Fishing Membership, Australia's fastest growing freshwater platform, giving you the resources to catch more fish. Welcome to the Social Fishing Podcast. My name is Reese Creed. I'm a passionate angler and I want to share as much as I can about the sport we all love. On this podcast, we speak to incredible anglers, sharing a wealth of priceless knowledge, all to help you reach your fishing dreams. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's begin. G'day guys and welcome back to, this is going to be a weird episode. Very different this one. I've got to say right off the bat, Jimmy, great idea. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great idea. What yeah. are we doing? Uh, out on the water doing a podcast. Yeah. We're on the boat. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Uh, yep, all rigged up, on the boat, mic'd up, uh, fishing rods in hand, and uh, yeah, we're going to have a chat. Yeah, absolutely. So, this is going to be weird, and if and if you guys don't like it, please tell us. <laughs> um, we're going to just chat and see how it goes, uh, just talk. But you boys are actually fishing. Yep. yep. So we won't talk too much about what's directly happening, but if a moment comes up, the podcast chat may get cut off yeah. by a moment, which I don't even know how it's going to look, but <laughs> I'm sure if you're on the road somewhere, you're going to listen to us chat and you guys love listening to us. But we are at Eildon. Yep. We're going to fish this bank. We're going to turn the lights off. Yep. So the scene is it is pitch black. We're yeah, pitch black. 8 o'clock. It's about to be. I'll make it pitch uh, black 8 now. 8.30. No, it's actually almost 9 o'clock now. Oh, there you go. Um, excuse boat noise because we're going to have a bit, but we'll do our best. We've and got a little bit of moon overhead. It's pitch black otherwise. And we're going to have a fish and have a chat. And Reese is going to find the button on my light got that he button. doesn't know. It's on the... Uh, I'm not sure exactly why I keep on looking directly at it. <laughs> like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. It's like looking through the... Uh, Starboard side, mate, for those that know boating. Three times. Or twice. Hey, there we go. Well, we've got the light off. We've got a bit of yeah. moonlight. Um, yep. Yeah, so this is going to be an in the dark podcast. You boys are going to work the edge. Mm-hmm. And we find it again now that we've floated it out here in the middle of the lake. It's amazing what happens when you turn the uh, artificial sun on. So what's the uh, what's the trip been? Set <laughs> the scene, guys. Like it's it's been epic. It's been absolutely unreal, hasn't it? What what a what a what a what a cool trip to be a part of. What a, what a fantastic plot of weather that we've had. Yeah, that's yeah. been really good. It is just unreal. What did you say the barometer was today? 10.37? 10.37 or something like that. Yeah, pretty much. I actually haven't looked for it. That's crazy high. I haven't, for once, I haven't actually had to check and see what the weather's doing. I'm usually all over it like a rash. The fish have been pretty happy. The fish have been extremely <laughs> happy. In the dark, we haven't actually caught a fish during daylight. No. But in the dark, they've been pretty happy. Yep. Um, we're just going to make our way over to the bank here. And I want to apologise in advance <laughs> when we hook up because those mics are going to clip because we're going to whisper because <laughs> we're fishing. <laughs> so in the moment of the hookup, guys, please bear with us. Yeah. Reese is going to be tacking around on. Prepared to block ears. <laughs> um, so wait, wait, what was the trip? What, we just wanted to get to Eildon because it's it's something we wanted to create content on for our members. Yep. Uh, you guys listening, and we we're going to sit and do the podcast like at camp, but we thought, why not do it on the water and make the most of the fishing while we're at it? Yeah, exactly right. I mean, it's a place that I've well, we've been to. I've been on a trip with you once before, yep. Reese. Uh, that was 
in the seat season of November. Can you, can, in, the, in the what? The seat, the seat Jimmy, season. Jimmy, Jimmy's asked a question for everyone asking the exact same question, but I know exactly what Dean's talking about. Can, can you explain what a seat season is, buddy? Well, it's like when you're in one season on a calendar, but the weather tells you it's something completely different. <laughs> so right. a seat season November means that it's... Winter. It, it's like... I didn't bring enough layers to get out on the water first thing in the morning. Yeah, right. And then by two o'clock in the afternoon, it's stinking hot. That was last spring. Spring before, sorry. Yeah, and it was it was freezing. It was freezing. Yeah, it was totally unprepared for it. I know I definitely was, and I was chatteringly cold during the morning and evening runs back to camp. Yeah. Um, but we chased a few yellows on that trip. Um, chased cod a little bit, had a really good couple of interactions on top water which were really interesting. Oh, I've heard the tales of this. Yeah, uh, top water hasn't done any good for us on this trip. No. But, we, um, we missed two big ones, didn't we? We did. Or yeah. well, one real big one. Yep. Um, and we fished up the northern end. Yep. And we caught a heap of yellows, that was good in the Delatite. Yeah, great fun there, absolutely, yeah. And we're now here so we wanted to come down we wanted to wanted to fish yield a bit more we wanted to have a real good solid cod crack or crack at the cod yeah and we had jimmy you were with me and my boat you mm -hmm. had dan you had matt with you yeah great session out with matt yep um he came for one night jake rocked up randomly uh after being at my whaler and then playing soccer and yeah. rolling in and we had greg here with us as well yep yeah good to catch up with greg he's a good fella he's a good fella isn't he and well, what were your, did you have any expectations? Because this trip is, uh, it was more one session of this trip, which just blew me away. Yeah, look, I definitely didn't have expectations for that first session. I think overall, I mean, there was, there's a lot of chat and we've seen photos of fish that are just obese, just big, overfed fish. And I think that was probably, you know, I, I wasn't surprised to see the fish in the condition they are because they are massive, but at the same time, it still blows your mind at how heavy these things actually are. Like they are just stomping. massive, eh? They yeah. are big, big in the tummy. And there's so much food in here, you can see why they're still, you know, even though it's the depths of winter, we've got water temps of 11 degrees here, uh, the food's still kicking about and they're still happy to eat. While the, I'm assuming while the weather's good. I can imagine mm. if you come down next week and the barometer's dropped out, uh, it would potentially be quite tough. Especially on the back end of this such good feeding weather, such yeah. good cycle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And probably do it tough. You know, if they're not overly comfortable, they don't have to, you know, necessarily feed. They can feed at will when it turns around because it's straight back onto the food again. Yep. Because there's just that much of it here. It, it, it has blown me out how much tucker mm. there is in this place. All varieties. Yeah, yeah. From quite large carp down to small roach. We reckon we've even seen some, some smelt, like small clouds. Yeah, Like yep. little sort of, yeah, finger bait. It's been, it's been wild. Yeah. No wonder, like, they're just gorging themselves. They're the fattest fish I've ever caught. Like, Aren't they? Every single one was fat. Yeah. yeah. Little yeah. heads, big bodies. Really small heads. And that yeah. goes, if you ever see a cod that's got a massive head, 
body's not that big, chances are it's an old fish. Um, and if you see a cod that is super obese, or not even, just mm. a nice, it's got a small head, Yeah, it's grown really quick. Yeah. They, they were all the same, not one of them had a head on, like that metre 20 you caught, Jimmy, and we'll get to that. Um, metre 20. <laughs> it had a head, not like, anyway, who cares about the size of the head of the fish? Can you tell us, can you tell us about... Um, that moment, mate. Uh, it that. was it was night two off the back of a pretty hot night one, and um, I was yet to join the party, which I'm sure will come up later on. And uh, working our way along, we'd come across an area which we thought was going to be the one, and we worked a couple hundred metres down a bank, which was completely fruitless, and started getting into some spindly stuff, and uh, all of a sudden a few fish started moving, and... We moved one, didn't we, Reese? It was, it was a bit of a positive, a more positive response than nothing that came through from one fish, and that didn't play out, so we kept on going down in a bit further, and then the Goodyear blimp popped up. And <laughs> Goodyear blimp. The Goodyear blimp popped up. <laughs> That's one for the book of and, Jimmy's uh, sayings, I think. <laughs> and uh, I pulled out the fly rod, because we had it there, and ideally for me it would be a nice one to tick off the box here, and... It wasn't to be. Pulled a couple of casts, but the fish was moving a bit and it just sort of really wasn't lining up. And Reese hollered under under a whispered voice to grab the fury, so the fish sort of came a little bit close and we took advantage of the time and picked it up. And um, yeah, it was, he'd gone into the, into the small spindly sticks and it was that real sort of line up shot between a big gum that was in the water and and uh, the next next point is spindlies. And Jeez, that was a big fish. Shot it up and across, and yeah, we'll, it'll be it'll be seen shortly, no doubt. But it was a moment. Hey, how was the reaction on him? Oh, I couldn't believe it. It, it just it didn't it didn't get let it get away. Like no. it, for such a big fish, you saw the video, Dan. Yes. Just turn head up, no questions asked. Yeah. Hey. No questions asked, but it, it was, and that is the literal term of, hey, it rolled over its head, and he spun on a dime, and I think it was at that point I saw him turn, and he was like, you were like, he's going to eat, and I was eyes off, and down the rod, and it was surprising, actually, for the size of what it ended up being, I didn't, I was expecting a crunch down the line, yeah. but it, it was a, you know, I suppose also, too, we found the lure was right back in its mouth when we went, if, went up to met it, but um, it was far out up and he had me in the spindlies turns out my uh, lower gear ratio reel probably isn't the most appropriate as nice as it feels but um yeah it creamed it and whole heap of hollering and lights on and you could hear us from the other side hey dan yeah. oh yeah i heard it we've kind of <laughs> skipped the story from night one this was <laughs> night two but we'll get to night one in a second yeah um yeah. and the same thing happened on night one we could hear each other so yeah i know i knew you knew we were on so lights turned on and you come over and Yep. With that class of fish, obviously you can't always do it, but if you have the ability, get in the water with it yeah. for a quick photo. Like yep. I, I know you, have, you spend longer with the fish, but we didn't lift it over the side of the boat in the net. We didn't even bother. No. We just let it straight to the edge. You jumped out and we just pulled the net out from under it and you just jumped in the water with it. And, and to do that, you've obviously got to have waders or yep. freeze. Um, but it's, it's the best way to look after a big fish. Definitely suggest waders in that scenario. I think that, what are we reading now? The, the water temperatures. It was 11 and a half most of the trip. 11 and a half, and that is 
pretty cold. <laughs> yeah. They don't have to be expensive loaders either, though, no, for that sort no. of a job. The plastic fantastics are, fan yeah. are great for it. The old yeah. horns. Uh, make sure you have your wading belt low and tight just in case. Um, you decide that you want to take an impromptu slide into some deeper water. <laughs> Nelly got there. <laughs> Nelly yeah. got there. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. come back to that. We'll come back to that. That, that was close, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. But, um, so, so, Ilden, uh, I think it's a bit of a, it's a bit of an overwhelming place to first come to. Mm -hmm. uh, we obviously didn't get any fish that first time. We come for a real good crack. I've been fishing it since I was a kid, so for those Huge. who listen, I've been fishing it. Huge body of water. Yeah. So much bank. Because you don't have a massive big basin, you've just got these great big arms. It's just kilometre after kilometre of bank. And when you're sort of cruising through, it almost looks the same. You cruise through and go, where the hell where are we going to start? Absolutely. But yeah. once you sort of roll in, as we did, you can, you can break it apart. You pick a section. Obviously, you do your research before you get out there. You pick a section and you just start picking it apart and... I think we're not just lucky, but I think we put a fair bit of thought into where we fish for that first session, and yep. it paid dividends pretty much straight away. Um, so we got we, the plan was to come for three days. There's a bunch of us here. We fishing in different boats, obviously. We what did we do? We rocked up. Um, we headed out. Yeah. Uh, what do we? No, we travelled first thing early morning. Big trip down. We didn't really yep. get here till one ish, twelve ish. We did a bunch of filming for the membership videos and then the sunset pretty quick and we're really only on the mm. water at about 4 30 mm -hmm. straight in the night session that's right it sent that slipped away that last hour of light pretty quick and then what do we do we fished a we fished a a bank that didn't feel right and and talk us through that then when you <laughs> that concept of moving around we filmed yep. a sort of more detailed video on it today yeah we did yep about uh, how you move from a spot that it, it just doesn't feel right and, and why did we why did we start there? We wanted to look there, and then why did we move? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty easy to get caught up to. You can get out on a session and just go, oh, I'm just going to keep working this bank. You can go for mile after mile and go, just keep working the same thing. Yeah. But we didn't do that because I guess we sort of know that it does pay to move around, especially on your first session. You get out to anywhere on your first session, you're best off to move around and cover water. You don't have to travel for k's and k's just a couple hundred meters even onto a different style of bank or something um yeah so we did we we sort of we i don't know how you sort of what do you sort of put it down to that first you first get out in the water and you just like i said it's overwhelming but then you start to just pay attention and go rightio we're looking for a resting bank we're looking for a feeding bank we're getting into low light because we we're in like a little narrow spot that kind of had the same bank either side yeah it was very um in a bay and it, it, yeah. it just didn't have it didn't have that feeding bank or that resting bank close by no i spoke about the same thing in one of those vids that we did film today too it was just it was just sort of bland it had no no real feature to it i guess no. um and then you guys we moved. Moved on to a flatter bank. Yep. And Matt and I stuck with a, um, we didn't stick, but we, we actually started on a fairly flat point, which rolled into a slightly steeper sort of an edge and started to mark up a fish or two. And it wasn't too long. I think it was fairly early in the session, you know, after dark, but we were into our first fish. And that was just, 
stake level through the roof because you know it's first session virtually new lake and bang a meter fish on your first session hey how good yeah what a go it was what was it actually meter two i think meter two that's right and it was fast. oh that's it yeah yeah jim took out the prize on that one Yes, you did. Uh, yeah, what's yeah the prize? that's right. Uh, a green, the, the call, a, a green tin, a green can. That's Thank what you. the yeah. that's that was the prize. <laughs> the, com the competition was <laughs> the guess when we get them in the net. But these fish, because they're so fat, they grow and they hit. Like you get them in the net, and you're like, yeah, good fish. They stretch out and on then the you deck. Get them lifted Don't in, you're like, oh, that's a lot bigger than I thought. <laughs> like for example, my meter two, Matt called for seventy five. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> good on you, Matt. Uh, but. Um, jumping forward, yep. the most insane session ever. Yeah, absolutely mental. It was, what did I say it was? Was it 24 or 12 between 12. those two? So 12 tw minutes the GoPro was rolling for. Yeah. From the, when we, when you guys come over and photoed the fish. Yeah. You guys move off. We reset to start fishing again. Hit start on the GoPro, start recording. And it was 12 minutes and 30 something seconds when after I stopped. After the fight. Yeah, when I'd stopped it after the fight, the boat, the fish was in in the net and we're hollering to you guys to come we'd, back across. We literally, like we, we, we were doing the, 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 the courteous thing, we didn't use the big motor and, and electric Dover and we were, we were reveling in, the, in, in your glory. We were stoked on it and, you know, talking game tactics. I think we'd just gotten sort of serious about it again. And then hear, hear the holler and hoot and spun around and the next second no light comes on it. No, no way, no way. And I'm listening, I'm like, who is it? Like, and we're sitting there it's going, Matt. shh, 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 quiet, quiet. Because we could hear you fight, like we could hear everything yeah, you said. Right. As yeah. soon as you scratch your jack, I'm like, Jimmy, stop. I'm like, listen, just listen to it and then we'll head over. He's like, yep, get up, get, get up. I'm like, it's Maddie. he's got it on, blah, blah. And we could see it. Like, I could see Matt lean into it and we thought it had him in a tree. And then anyway, and hit the net and then we're like, yo. Yep. Unreal, hey. Yeah. Meter six for Matt. Meter six for Matt, and that was that was great. That was really um, great for Matt. He doesn't have a lot of um, cod experience, um, but he's learning pretty quickly, and that one was was a good one for him to um, to get stuck into. He's on a bit of a roll with his with his big fish, isn't he? Um, big one at White Angler. Big one at White yeah. Angler. And big one here. Big one here. So. Did you? We got that done. Yeah. So yeah. So that that happened, and then <laughs> you guys head off again back to the other flat side of the bank. I think we're bogged, Dana. Are we? Yeah, judging by us. <laughs> <laughs> we're bogged. <laughs> Must be Sorry. bogged on the petrol. Motor. But just a bit of backstory on what's just happened there. We've just ran into a little spindly <laughs> that we didn't see, and uh... yeah, oh. there it is. Yeah, that's him there. Okay, we're off. Off the sticks now. Got the ghost boat on the outside <laughs> of us there with no one in it. It's uh, quite That's, a bit of a different experience. I'm driving my boat right beside this By boat. By proxy. With the electric remote. But, and that's yeah. why that boat overtook us. Yeah. I'm going to go around him now. So where were we? Maddie's. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maddie's confidence. Yeah. And then, so your first fish come on a line through Fury. Yep. Next fish come on a... Matt's coming along through Fury, did Yep, yep. Sure did. And then what What would you say, 40 minutes later? It was 24. 24, 24. minutes. Yep. So Reese and I had yet again 
sort of got we got, got into the groove of it for about 10 minutes yeah we, we got back over to where we wanted to be and actually we didn't go back to where we wanted to be did we we, we, we no, skipped out we had to we, skip it we chased a fish across and we tried to get back to him before and it didn't work so we got back up and thought okay we'll continue down the line and then sure enough 24 minutes later <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna replicate it because otherwise we'll clip on audio here. But um, yeah, Dan was big, like big holler. Yep. On what are you boys doing over there? <laughs> yep. Come on, three meters in a night is the bit we need to get at. Yeah. And it's happening, and we're like, and this is the important thing with fishing, guys. You have to appreciate every moment. We have since fished pretty t- hard, and we've still caught fish since that session. Yep. But nothing has come close to that session. No. I've done that many cod trips my entire life. <laughs> And when it happened, I was like, this is not normal. Because, like, you know, it's our first night at yeah. Yildon. I'm like, guys, this is not normal. Yeah, no. They were on. Yeah. On. Yeah. We didn't see a stack of fish, but the ones we seen, the the response rate was off the hook. Yeah. Never seen fish reacting the way they did. And what, and what, was, the, what was the ticket to it in, in those moments, do you reckon, Dan? Like, what, what was the difference? Well, we used... A lot of patience to make sure that we were quiet and that we had boat position and are you guys finding anything up there no no it's dead by the way yeah not sure if i'm not concentrating very well but um i haven't seen a fish through that section at all um back to sorry sorry yeah no you're right uh I I, i don't know i guess it's just yeah all those little things because we we're on that steeper bank, but it still had that spindly mm. rubbish along, which is absolutely shocking in a lot of areas in this place. Uh, we did mark a couple of fish sitting right in it or cruising through it, and we just waited for them. Yep. We dead set, just followed along 20 metres behind them and just waited for them to cruise. We had one that actually cruised right underneath the, the, the front of the boat. Yep. Waited for him to get 15 metres out, slowly swung around. Lined the boat up on the back of him, got a cast on him, and that was the metre 17 that I got, Unreal. which was the third fish. Metre 17? Yeah. That. Again. I couldn't believe uh, Yeah. Uh, and that was on the cast? Yeah, on the plastic, on the cast plastic this time, the 8-inch. So that's, that's the brand cast, not the yeah. art of fishing cast? Yeah, um, on the 8-inch Prodigy. Prodigy. Yeah. And that was, I remember that one, because we went over and we saw it in the net, I'm like, this is... I cannot get over how big they are. Yeah. So you jumped in the water with that one? Yeah. Monstrous fish. Cracking photo. Yeah. I really... It it seems like a hassle to strip off three or four layers off your top, one off the bottom, put waders on, and get in the drink with a fish. But it's so worth doing. Isn't it? It's such a good way to obviously look after a fish. There's no better way to look after them than actually keep them in the water. Uh, and just to be able to, you know, spend the time. You can be patient. You can, you can take your time with them. Spend that time with them without harming them. Obviously, it's only a, a winter time thing that you can do it that way. Yeah, cause what, because what do we in, do in summer? Well, in summer, it's too hot. So in summertime, they're going to suffer from heat, stress, and potentially barotrauma, depending on the depth that they're being caught from. But mainly the, the heat stress is a big thing. And that's also to do with the fact that that top layer is warmer, it's got less oxygen in it. Mm-hmm. So you, you pull a fish out of his comfort zone to the surface, keep him up there, there's less, less oxygen at that level, and he's basically like 
being strangled. And so in summertime, it's quick. Boat, get it in, snap a photo, back in the water and release it. Yep. Where wintertime, you've just got that opportunity to just... Because they're coming out of two metres. Or the, the, the whole water column's the same temp. That's except a fish for the there, Jimmy. Don't mind us, guys. We're just going to have a crack at a fish here. Um, this, this fish is sitting three metres from the surface. and that How has been, deep is it? We're in five and a half metres of water. Six metres of water, sorry. Watch your left foot there, Dan. Right foot. So the sound you can hear, everybody, is Jimmy's fly rod. Because you're the fly man. You wouldn't believe what it is, Jimmy. It's two cars. It's two cars. Hey. Definitely not the first time this trip. No. So run us through that concept, because everyone listening, I'm sure, fascinated <laughs> by what's going on. Yeah. Um, when you do use the live tech, mm -hmm. it takes a lot of practice. But So you initially there, there's about, what do we have, about 15 seconds? Yep. Of you thinking it was a cod? Yep. Because it was quite a large return. Yep. Large return, and they were... Almost side by side, but not quite. So you've got a bulky looking head, and he also had a tail movement there as well. So I said to Jimmy straight away, there's a fish. Yep. And it wasn't a fish. So, but well, it was you've got, two it's, fish. A, it's about behaviour. Yeah. So watching their behaviour. We just, obviously, as we're sort of watching them, you just see them separate, and it's like, yeah, no, that's. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. And I mean, that was probably a little bit deceiving with those two because they were fairly Tight. still. Right, They're really yeah. tight together. Yep. Um, and so it can be a bit um, sort of deceiving that way as well. So. What depth are we in? Uh, we're in five meters now, four point nine. Yep. And it's a fairly featureless bank. <clears throat> yeah, a little bit of shrubby stuff along the bottom. Uh, other than that, there's not a whole lot to it just at the minute. But we're on the way into a bay. Yeah. Um, and we've found that some spots they concentrate, but some spots they haven't on this trip. But we've definitely found pockets where they live, and that's that's key is finding. Yeah. The pockets of them, especially up where we are now, um, there's definite pockets. Yeah. And we'll obviously cover all the details of this trip in the trip report and the vlog we film. That's going to be a good vid. That's going to be a good watch. It's going yeah. to be some fish in it. Well, as everyone, hey. as everyone sort of knows, we're already up to, what, three fish? So, Dan's 117, we jumped in on the bank with it. Uh, then to your story, what was your story? The way to slippery story, Jimmy. Did you already mention that? The slippery we, we, story. We broached on it earlier. Yeah, yeah. so they were, we're at that now. So you want to tell what happened there, Dan? Hundred <laughs> uh, percent commitment. Very yeah. impressed. Yeah. Uh, so we were fishing, like I said, we we're fishing a fairly steep section, and you know, yes, we've got time to be able to hang out with a fish in the water, but you've also got to think of a fish being not so comfortably dragged in a net so it's like rightio there's a quick little patch of clay we'll pull up there and it just turned out to be a pretty steep and reasonably slippery <laughs> section of clay with a secondary drop off yep. just at the perfect height to be holding a fish for a photo <laughs> and so half a step too far and i'm going and I was pretty close to being gone if it wasn't for the efforts of Reese and Jimmy to... I think Reese kicked me in the backside to try and keep me in and Jimmy had me on I had one... To buy the, I had to buy the way to strike. One arm and I had my two arms on top of the boat. My elbows were on the boat with a fish cradled in them. A metre 17, heavy 
lump of a thing. And that's the thing, hey, that's they, like, we were trying to, we were trying to uh, guesstimate it. What, 30, 35, like there. Kilos. Yeah, Kilo, they're kilos. yeah. They're heavy fish. That's a big fish yours was. Yeah, so yeah, that was, that was a bit of excitement that I probably didn't need. Um, but luckily enough, um, didn't go in and fill my waders up with 11 degrees. You thought it was going to tip over the That would have been bat. a night ender. I was just waiting for that cold rush of <gasps> winter water <gasps> running down the back of my waders. Because oh, my legs were just disappearing. <laughs> so my elbows were planted on top of the boat and my legs are like disappearing <laughs> underneath them. Like, uh, Sliding yeah. down. Yeah. So for everyone listening, it goes to show that not... Uh, lots goes wrong. Yeah, so much goes wrong in our trips. We like yeah. my motor fails all the time. You have electrical issues. <laughs> you have all sorts of things go wrong. Like it doesn't just happen to throw lures into trees. What oh. are we on a, a, an hour into our journey? Blow a tire. Blow a tire. Oh yeah, yeah. minus three. Five, minus three. Five thirty in the morning. <laughs> on the way <laughs> down near Takara, and I'm Beautiful. like, Dan, we'll meet you in. I think it was Holbrook. Yeah, something I'm like, like don't that. worry about that. You'll catch us. Yeah. You'll catch us. Yeah. It worked out well. I was a little bit behind you guys and ended up catching up, so. We've done a quick pit stop. Yeah, it timed out just right. Pit crew was on point, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just had it changed. On that, I've actually, um, it's important to have all your safety things in place and I uh, never used to have a, uh, a, we could talk about this for ages, but one yep. thing I never used to have was an air compressor mm-hmm. and I blew a tyre at Wyangler once way up in the absolute nowhere. My spear was obviously way too flat. Yeah. Luckily... Luckily, we drove the boat back to the wall and I drove around without the because we had two of us. Yeah. But, you know, Jimmy, it was too flat as well. But, you know, compressor, bang on the battery in the boat or in your car. Yep. Punch a bit of air and you're good to go. Yeah. I know it's money on things, but if you're towing big boats and you do this stuff all the time, it's probably something that. Uh, and even is then, worth like bringing. through the, 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 the not as reputable brands, you know, and the gear probably doesn't last quite as long, but you can pick one up these days for not. A huge Too amount? much. Yeah, mine's yeah. not a super expensive brand. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, if it, if it gets you out of strife a couple of times, well, I guess, you know, it pays yourself. Yeah. It pays for itself. Yeah, exactly. Because the inconvenience of having it go down the garden path is less than ideal. And back on the story, so we've yep. just had three metres in one boat. Yep. In a matter of three hours? Yeah. If that? Less than, yep. yep. Like, it's just... Does that sink? Does that sink in? Like I don't know. That was the best session. Three, and it wasn't even in my boat. Three meteries. I've had, I've caught two in a night. Three in a night, mate. Yeah. Three in a night, and that's why I give it to you, blokes, over the other side, going. What are you doing over there? Because <laughs> you know. We we feel like we hadn't fished. No, well you ha- you probably really hadn't, to be honest. To be fair, uh, you didn't get much of a chance. We had one fish to start off the account that came in pretty hot on my fury. Yep. Um, that probably should have been, but it wasn't. Oh, no, it was on the fly first, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, and it was on the, the fly. Um, yeah, and that was just prior to your first one, Dan. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then we, you guys, you and Matt pretty well chilled out after that, and Jimmy and I were keen to actually get one in the boat, and yep. we went right over and put another half an hour in. It was yep. 10.30. Yep. Bang, got this fish to turn and eat the fury about 20 centimetres under the surface. <laughs> Raced up. Didn't it? Epic hit. I was stoked. When I hooked into this fish, I was like, just stay on, stay on. The fish was tracking in maybe two or three. And yeah. the fury was had to be almost like a wake bait. 
kept it up that high and I saw him race for it. Incredible hit and we ended up with four metre cod for the <laughs> session. Hey, <laughs> how good. Yeah, you just wouldn't read about it. And I said to you guys, I said, it, 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 this is crazy. Like, it's, yeah. it's not going to happen again. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. You, you never come out expecting so, that, that sort of result. No. Like I said, even at a home dam, you just, it just doesn't happen. So, yeah, pretty incredible to come out here and do it. Absolutely. So by that stage, I'm the only person who's missing out. <laughs> not, that it, not that it matters about, but everyone's up. Everyone's stokes high and it's getting late. We hadn't had dinner. No, that's right. Yeah, we hadn't had dinner. We had camp loosely set up. We heard there was a bit of timber back there for us. We had Jake, who's, who'd, who'd been on around the world journey. He'd been at Moala and come back and played soccer. And then come and put in on the dam and met us over there and and uh, yeah we milked it. I managed to get a cheeky twenty minutes on and then we thought, look, let's 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 pull it up. Crunched a couple of sticks. Speaking of things going wrong in the <laughs> in the dark. Um, and that that is and that's this, not that's not because we can't drive. That's because Ilden is like a out fortress of, of trees. Out of control. and there was no moon like there is tonight. How's like, the point when you turn your lights on and just go? Holy How did I even just get in this far into this? Going back through there the next day, because I think we'd stopped around that same corner. I looked back in. Oh, should we stop just before the next evening and looking back into it? It's like the boneyard. Just like, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how the hell am I doing in here? Yeah, yeah, not yeah. pretty anyway. Oh, it's hectic. Yeah. yeah. So we, we didn't do the morning session. You know, Dan, I wrote the email about the session we did with Paul. Yeah. And we pushed ourselves to how we didn't go anywhere near that hard. We were in bed by 1 a.m. and we got three nights still, to, like two mm. nights after that. Mm. And we had heaps of filming to do, yep. more so than just fishing. So when we do come, we sacrifice a lot of fishing time. Yeah. Um, like we didn't do a whole heap of research like we'd like to. Picking banks, our night sessions were literally half an hour before dark because we're filming. Yeah, the fishing is is obviously part of what we're doing, but it's the fishing is more just to learn, to share that information. So you don't sort of... Could have shared some cod around. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that early stage, I was just trying to help you guys, not, not alone anyone else out there. Yeah, <laughs> but you're right. So we, we don't... We do a fair bit of fishing, yep. but we do a lot of other stuff in the daytime. Yeah, all day. And that was our next day. So on that, we didn't do the morning session no. because it was late. Yep. We were toast, hey? Jake and Matt got up, no luck. Um, yeah, that's right, yep. For the morning. Yep. Then we had a big day of filming, and then we probably got back into the fishing at close to 5, 4.30. Yeah, yep, and roughly, yep. again, just after that night, like that sunset period, mm. just after the sunset period, which fascinates me because blaring sunset bite is pretty well non-existent. It's like just once it's dark, um, and it could come just after or midnight. Whereas Barrenjuck, you get that good sunset. Absolutely do. Yeah, that's my favourite time to fish there is between 5.30 and 7.30. Oh, yeah. I feel the same for here. Sundowner? Yeah, it's so good. They just It's it's like they're just coiled springs yep. waiting for yep. it to get dark. And I reckon we've seen it out here tonight where we've seen fish that just have no interest in actually eating until it actually got dark. Well, you, you did it tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, yeah, another fish tonight. So we got couple of hours ago. second night, second night we come out and we got the we got one fish for the night session now, but Jimmy, that was your 120? Yeah. Yep. That was yep. just next level pinnacle yeah. of the trip. 
That yeah. was about quarter past six. Yeah. Twenty past six, I yeah. reckon. Yeah. Yep. Um, that was close to, in thick. The fish was right in the spindly edges, like in those spindly trees. Yep. Along the edges, I, uh, the depth would have been six meters on the edge of those spindlies. Yep. And he was sitting up in four, up, up at four. Yeah, cruise yep. along the edge. So if I've learned anything, you want to keep your lures up. But that's just a general rule for cod in winter everywhere. Yep. Keep your lures up because they're going to travel up to eat it, and they're high. Yeah. They're quite high. But how's you blokes hollering? I can hear <laughs> Reese saying. You still got him, you still got him. <laughs> By that stage, it's like, okay, we're fairly secure. We've got a fish here. My phone rings. It's Matt from just up the lake a little bit more Guy. saying they just landed a 94-centimetre cod. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? It's like exactly the same time. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a 120 with you guys. They've got a 94 just up the lake a little bit further that Jake got. And it's, it's like fishing's just... It's nuts. And, and on that, it's funny, those little, you know, if you say it, like a bite window or even a yeah. mi micro bite window, I mean, we saw it at Wyangla. Multiple yeah. times. Within, yeah. within minutes. Multiple um, times. And, you know, on the first night it almost happened, it would have been, probably would have been hooked at the same time or not far after. And then, yep. you know, and then that night. So it's yep. bite windows within bite windows. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a little dinner bell gets rung and all of a sudden now but it's it's not necessarily right there like they were a couple bends yeah, that, away, they bends away. Like, yeah yeah absolutely they were like up around a couple of corners yep. Yep. and at Wyangla as well we weren't super close some of them we were some of them um we're going right mate just so you don't get running into us going right yep thank you boat navigating yeah like Nothing. I said, guys, if you don't like this chat at all, then just let us know. But I guess it's an extra podcast we would maybe never have created uh, on the water chat. Yeah. A little bit different. Yeah. And we caught, what did we catch? We caught, so that was that evening session, and then Jake got another one. Jake got another one. He got In an, the 80s. In the 80s, yeah. While we were taking probably photos of the big girl or after we'd let it go. Um, I think it was, yeah, just after we'd let it go, yeah. Mm -hmm. So... And, uh, pretty quick succession for those guys. Um, Jake was pretty stoked. He's had a few tough sessions up here, so he was really happy to get onto a couple of fish. I've got no idea where that one went to, Jimmy. He went top to the bottom, mate. It was um, pretty promising there for a second. I'm not even sure whether it might have been a big carp. Mm. Anyway, we'll keep on cruising. So what are we doing here? Can you run us through the tactic? We've kind of, we're on the outer edge and we're actually, the reason it's quite blank Right now, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't still be working this if we weren't all keyed up to do this podcast, would you? No, I would have jumped because we've done I don't know how many, three hundred meters, probably three hundred meters, and haven't seen a fish. I would have bolted probably halfway along that bank. Yeah. And the reason we've done it, which is why we said let's try it, is because pre-sunset, Jimmy and I worked along this bank too. Yeah. And the we fish did. were on the other side of the point, and I wanted to know if they'd rolled off the rocky point and onto this flat yet. To come into food, yeah. But they're still not here yet. You know what it's no. corresponded to? It is Carl Barron in here, bait-wise, compared to the other side of that point. Absolutely is. It, it was, there was everything over there, and here... There's nothing. You could probably count on two hands how much yeah. we've seen. Yeah, Was the bait still there, though, once the sun set, or well, is the bait now just, moved because it's dark? Yeah, I was just going to say... Um, lack of seeing bait right now would have a lot to do with that whole concept of the bait hitting the bottom mm. during the dark yep. because they've got to spend the next 12 hours just trying to survive. Yep. 
and that's survive being eaten. They get caught out in the open. They're toast. Yeah, so you can see them backed up. Um, so I'll just explain for you guys listening. We're looking over a heap of spindly stuff at the moment, and you can just see the little specks of bait sitting right in amongst it. So they're obviously taking cover in there, and the ones that you can't see are going to be um, hard onto the bottom. So redfin are absolute dynamite for completely disappearing. Uh, yeah, you can't catch redfin in the dark. No, carp will still stay up a little bit, and yellow's the same. Like we'll see them at Barranjuk, and they're all over the trees. And you go, well, why can't you go and catch yellows in the dark? Yellows do the same thing. They push off the trees and go and sit in a couple of feet of water. On the bottom. On the bottom, just trying to stay alive. We see them at Blaring all the time. You cruise along with a spotlight. Yeah. Super right spotlight. You see carp and yellows literally nosed into half a metre of water. <laughs> really? Stationary. Completely stationary. You huh. blast them with the light and they, well, they don't really move anyway. Some of them spook a bit from the light, but they will sit in the one spot all night and not move. Yeah. They are like so still and that goes back to why these fish will react to our lures in the dark and not while the sun's still up yeah the fish are swimming around and i've seen cod swim around with all this bait and they they're just they're just waiting yeah yeah just waiting like tonight your fish was right on yeah dark and i had to put the lure probably closer than i would normally because normally you like to put a bit of a gap over them but I drilled this almost at eye level and he basically ate it without even turning on it. You just ate it head on. So that was a fish who is preparing to eat, probably wasn't fully on the tube, but just saw it as too good an offer to refuse. Yep. And drilled on the swim bait. Uh, so I am absolutely blown away by Eildon, to be honest. And on that fish, Dan, what did it go? What did what did your third for the trip? Well, we caught nothing this morning, hey. So this was the no. next fish in the story we're telling. Yeah. The last one we've caught. That's yeah. probably worth a mention that we have haven't caught. Well, it wasn't really much happening this morning either, was there? No. We've only had one no. morning session. Sorry, yeah. and Jake and Matt had a session. Yeah. And this morning was a morning that we didn't have the prolonged bite period, like the last two of that foggy, you know, peanut no. ham soup hanging around for quite a while. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so the last fish that we just got was 99 centimetres. <laughs> Jeez, it was big. Just those, short of the, um, just short of the metre, but not that that really matters too much. Dan, would you stop cutting Jimmy off, please? I was going to say, for, for those who couldn't hear, who can't see what I'm doing, there's a good solid pat on the back to Dan. <laughs> Three very, fish, mate. Very well done. Very uh, well done. Yeah, look, I, yeah, absolutely wrapped. Really, really, um. Do you know what was even better? It was foolish. Everyone got a fish. Yeah, that's except, for Greg, except for Greg, but yep. that's almost everyone got a fish. Yeah, Greg's on that steep learning curve of um, winter cod fishing at the moment, I think. Yep. Um, it's just time, huh? Yeah, time and it, it's on. awesome to see a bloke who is super enthusiastic and absolutely soaking in every bit of information. Isn't he? Um, Coming from trout and sort of saltwater species. Yeah, it's really good, like. And you can hear he's asking the right questions, so he's, you know, he's going to put it together and, and get there. But that's really important for um, people listening to remember to get amongst it, ask questions and learn. If you want to start chasing big cod, you've got to talk, you've got to learn, you've got to research because there's a hell of a lot that goes into it. 
but it's a pretty bloody rewarding pursuit, I reckon. Oh, for, for, for a newcomer to the game, I was, I was talking to Reese about it the other night. I, I am so engrossed in this. Hey, I love it. It's good, isn't it? Oh, mm. mate, it's unreal. It's it so is good. so good. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I like catching trout. Love catching trout. Not like, love. You know, but this is just a completely different ball game. Yeah, high risk, high reward. Yeah. On this, uh, what we're doing here, guys, we're nearly to the key spot that I wanted to fish. Um, so we're actually along a sort of a flattish bank. I hope it's a key spot. <laughs> and we're coming around a point, but the bay's big. We should have literally boated up here before we started the podcast. Uh, but I guess it gave us little interruption. <laughs> So we could chat. <laughs> yeah, it's been a good chat so far. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, uh, like I said though, I also wanted to give it a crack to see if they would be here. Just because that gives us info to share with members on, as mm. like we're learning. Like Absolutely. it's not a waste of time, we've learned. No, no. You can definitely learn without catching a fish. We just might have turned the petrol on 20 minutes ago instead. Yep. But we're coming into a bay, so we're coming into a bay, we're gonna come around a shallow point here, and then it goes in, and there's a steeper bank on the opposite side. So it's not just a complete shallow bay, whereas the other one around where we looked at earlier today, Dan, you said there was nothing in. Yep. It was shallow on both sides. Yep. And you saw very little activity, very little anything. Yeah. Um, was... Normally shallow bays can be good, but you need that structure close by. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just too shallow for too far for, for fish to be travelling, for bait to be hanging in. Speaking of bait. I was just about to say that, what have we started seeing a lot of now? Yeah, there's a fair bit of it pushed up on that edge at the moment. It'd be interesting to see if that corresponds to the big green monster. And you're moving fairly quickly just because yep. you're not seeing them, but if you yeah. were in a zone, you'd be going heaps slower. Yeah, so I would, as a general rule, start to slow down right now. Because you're starting to see activity. Because I'm starting to see the bait. And it's surprising how many times you will come across a point or something and there'll be a heap of bait there. I'll just knock the electric off and just drift through and very surprising. Yeah. Um, how many times, well probably not surprising, how many times you'll actually see a fish roll through. Just excuse the scratchiness of our jackets team. We're just... Uh Mic adjustment? Yeah. Mic adjustment. I have just about every layer I've got on. It is <laughs> not exactly warm, although this afternoon was Jeez, it was a stunning afternoon. It was so good. It was What's the pressure? 1037. Yeah. That's why there's not a ripple on this surface. Yeah. Other than our boat. It's a, it is magic. a glass out. So what's the, um, what's your thoughts on the fact that bite and those four fish... Mm-hmm. Was it just we were in the right place at the right time and we managed to catch four fish and it's just one of those trips because there's no correlation to the moon at all. No. Like during the, one of the worst moon periods of the whole cycle, plus there was no moon rise set anything during that window. Yep. Because the moon was above at like 4.40 that, uh, that night. Yes. There might have been a moon, a moon set, but it was sort of towards the end of the session. Yep. Maybe around my fish, but, you know, it was the fourth one. Yep. Is it just time on the water we finally lined up a session where it all sort of went well um, and you could have that session any time or was there something that switched them on? No, I think, it, I think it's the sort of thing that could happen anywhere. It's, I, I don't know that it was a... That wasn't a bite window as such, I don't think. Um, I mean, 
could be, like I said, what is in that sort of, you know, that's last light, first part of the night sort of period, which is a good time to be fishing. But to go and hit four metre fish in that short period of time, yeah, I think you've got to be pretty darn lucky on the top of having done all your research and obviously picking the right spot to fish. Which we did. We did that. We did that. Yeah. And we moved a couple of times to find the right spot. And I, th I don't know, I think it's just the, what's the, st the saying goes, the stars aligned, I guess. Mm. And on that, can we run through what we've done tonight? We've completely moved to a different part of the lake. We travelled like 30 k's. Yeah. Just to mix it up. Yep. If I was doing a trip here just to catch big fish, I would stay because we've worked them out where they were. Yeah, we, we did just go back to that same section on each session and just keep exploring and expanding and or replicating do find. do something very find a spot very similar mm. and, and and work that and i you know you you would find that it, there would be fish in the same sort of banks yeah you know yeah where where we you know where we found them the most success there would be other spots that would be just as good but and we've decided to move well, it's to explore it's the great awesome content. To explore. But run us through the afternoon and how we explore because I feel like your fish was a. I feel like there's less fishy where we are. Yep, definitely um, agree with that. Completely different country. Yep. And we put all the pieces of the puzzle together in a very short window because we filmed all day. Yeah. Super short window. Yep. And managed to make it happen with doing a little bit of research. Can you run us through that research, how critical it was, and what we did in short? succession yeah. yep. rather than fishing because you did it we did it we went across mm -hmm. run us through where we come up the arm yep what was the plan yeah so we came up we actually dumped swags in the bank um you were doing some drone shots i headed out in that bay that we were on the flat bay that we said there was nothing in righto straight away big flat open bays cross them off the list they're not going to be any good uh then it was jump on to just side scan down scan we moved a little bit further up and just started to see, you know, a couple of bays. One had a steep point coming in, one had a shallow. I actually marked a couple of those spots for reference in the dark. Uh, once I, you know, sort of got to an area that I was, you know, it looked fishy to me, uh, just throttled down, idle along, side scan, and spotted a really nice fish that I actually took a photo of my phone and sent it to you, Reese. On the mm -hmm. side scan? On the side scan and went, uh, yep, found a fish. And then another f five, ten minutes later on the um, sonar, another big arch down in about seven metres of water, sent a message with the photo saying, I found my bank. <laughs> so the sounder really came into it. Um, we then went even further past that onto a more flatter area again. You guys shot across to the opposite bank on that really flat area. Um, you didn't really, f you found a heap of bait over there, yeah? Heap. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Like make make what we've seen to, like in that other hot spot. Yeah. Like like a, a fifth of it. Yeah. Yeah. But you could, the force, well, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? It was unbelievable how much was there. But was there any structure? Was there any no. drop-offs? Was no. there anything that would allow a cod to just hang out close by? No. A few no. scattered bits and pieces, but it's as flat as the paddock that's out of the water. Yeah. So there's really nowhere. 
So if, if a cod was going to feed there, it'd have to move quite away. Yeah. It'd have to yep. virtually move from this side of the lake yep. all the way over to the other side. Yeah. Which they don't have to do, do they? No, not at all. And it turned as we went back out further or up the road a little bit, it was that same continuous gradient the whole way out to yep. a, a very subtle uh, river channel. So oh. it was a lot of country for them to come and come off their holding place to their feeding zone. Yeah, yeah. And because there is bait on this side here, that where we are, where it's got some steeper stuff, mm -hmm. got some heaps of spindly trees. We're sort of sitting out here in what, 13 metres of water, just grazing over the top of a few and on a steeper sort of a bank. There's miles of cover for them to just hang out here and then just push up into a shallow when they're, when they're ready to feed. Yep. So that was that piece of the puzzle. And what we do after that, we caught up for a quick chat. Was that when we were on that, after that grassy bank? Yeah. Mm. We, we worked out that that end was no good. Yep. It was just there was that flat, open, bland. Food yeah. was there, but it's not a comfortable area for a cod to... I was saying, Reese, it might it would probably be potentially like a boom or bust bank. Yes. At, at yep. one, you might find yourself a behemoth. Yep. Might. Yep. No doubt there would be. But... Yep. Not when we've got one night session up here. If well, I lived here... Yeah. If I lived here, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd put in a bit of time and you'd work it out one yeah. day, you know. How long's a piece of string? How long do you go down a bank that has no features? I don't know. That's that concentration thing we talk about, Dan, yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's such a major, major part of it. Unlike what we're on at the moment, which has concentrations of zero Murray cod. <laughs> is the bait still rolling through? Um, yeah, there's bait there. But what we've noticed in this lake is there's bait everywhere. Yeah. And we've actually found that if you're not near a bank that's got some kind of cover for them, they're actually, they need to be near a bank with cover. Because mm -hmm. yep. there's so much, so much cover. Definitely do. Whether they're on a flat bank at the time or spindly's or on the rocky edge or whatever, yep. the bankers have got to be right beside it because yep. they don't have to move far. There's bait on every bank. No, exactly right. Exactly. So we basically put a session together in under two hours from the yeah. time we chuck swags in the bank to... In a spot we've never seen before. Yeah. I just sort of explained to you what it looked like, but yep. I've never seen it full. Yep. And it is completely different. Even though it's the same lake, it's completely different to the section we were fishing before. Um, and that was, we covered water. We, yeah. used just, we used our solid scans, we covered water. We did use, a, you guys were sort of cruising through with the, with the active target. Um, on the other side as well, just to get a really good idea of what's going on. It was Bait City, which yeah. normally you go, oh, look at all, Bait's here, it's everywhere, we're yep. coming back. But there was no big creek bed there, there was yep. no steep stuff on either side, yep. and there's bait everywhere else. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, that's the thing hey? you, get, you can't get caught up on, there's bait there. Yep. Because yes, we talk about bait, but now in relative to where we are in Eildon, which is Bait City, <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. And every different variety of it. Isn't there? Trout, redfin, carp, roach—it's uh, everything. It's a smorgasbord. Yeah, we're going to go around this point. So we're coming into the bay now. Full uh, fog. I really do hope something pops up here. As we roll around, Dan, as we come into this bay, go along for not long, and then we're going to cross over mm -hmm. to the other side. Yep. And that the, is, the other is. side has a bit more structure, a bit more features, because remember that we've found these—they don't need to move far. Yeah. They'll actually be over in that. So we'll give it a crack and. It's a very large expanse of nothing. 
Yeah. And what you would look at roughly uh, and go, oh, yeah, you know, you could find something, but not there. Yeah. And and how, how long was the bank where we saw an absolute stack of fish? It was like one little gully. Oh, it was literally, a, 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 a you know, like a couple hundred metre stretch, if that. Yeah. 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 Which just so happened to coincide with where you had sent us a couple of... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's What's exactly that? the prophecy came true. We had Dan, Dan had found sent his, us the photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was we the, found where he was going to go tonight. It, it was literally where you side scanned up activity and you big cod. Yeah, and the other thing we did was we marked a path all the way in. Yeah, and fished our way back out because now we've seen it all. We know what's in front of us. Yeah, we know what's we know what's coming up as we head back towards where we're going to finish tonight. Got a safe trail. Yes, and you've got this spot we're in now marked. Not that you. We didn't search here because we only had not long to search, but no, we this looked just at it. Visually, as I headed in, um, I just scooped into the bay a little bit and marked, I actually put on my sounder a waypoint on the steep side, which says steep, and a waypoint on the flatter side over here, which says flat. So then I've got reference to go, rightio, if it's earlier in the session I end up in this area, I'm more likely to fish on the steeper side if it's a little bit later, like it's getting into now, uh, I'm going to fish potentially on the flatter side. Yeah, okay. That's a cool tip. So, and, and the other thing to note was if we came out at lunchtime and researched, yep. you would have scanned, well, the bay way back out, which you did scan, which yep. was flat. Yep. You would have scanned the next one and point. You would have mm -hmm. scanned this one and this point, And you would have scanned up where we caught the fish. Yep. And after working around the point that we just worked on for 15 minutes, not seeing anything, you would have boated straight to... Yes. The exact spot. Now we're in a bay that is pretty big by the look of it. Uh, yeah. A very big bay, and we're kind of half guessing, aren't we? Yep. Because we didn't do the research. Yeah. We're going off roughly where the cover is and what we've found on this trip. Yep. But we would likely produce possibly multiple fish for the session if we were lucky, or be on fish by going, right, dead there, let's go, next bank. Yep. And, and you've never fished here before. Obviously, if you've fished here before, you're going to know. But if you've never fished here before, if you spend the time looking rather than fishing, yeah, yeah. outside of prime time. Even though we're running the latest technology, we're running the live tech here, you can still burn your entire session so quickly well, with if, this if podcast session. If we were to do that at, at, at cruising pace, at, at my fly pace, that's a couple of hours yeah. a, and some. Yep. Do you want to know how long that was? How long? Hour. Just hit an hour. Righto, okay. <laughs> that took you an hour to see nothing. Yeah, an hour of absolutely nothing. And to cover, I don't know. Kilometre? 500 metres. No, nah, kilometre. Okay, okay, yep. Uh, where today we've Maybe covered, not quite. I don't know. How many k's did we cover this afternoon to pick apart? Oof. Five, seven? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. So Good that, chunk. Both sides. Both sides, yep. So that sort of shows what you can do just by running and gunning. Because concentrations are important with, with finding yeah. fish. But even uh, a special lake, yeah. and it's not an easy lake because no. there is a ridiculous amount of water, especially at 100%. There is a lot of fish in this joint, but if you divide it by how much bank there is, it really does spread them out. It does, yeah. It is, and, and how much cover. Stick. Yeah. Stick, trees. City. On. I thought I thought Wangler had some, had some timber in it. No. It's got nothing <laughs> not, not compared to this. And it's because it's full. When it drops, it's obviously not the same. Yeah. But it's got heaps of heavy timber. Yep. 
heaps of big heavy stuff in here. Yeah. When it drops a bit. It's got, um, got trees in the weirdest positions you've ever seen. Oh, <laughs> massive. <laughs> I know. And, uh, that's how, that's how, that's how uh, sort of green I am at looking at good structure on the screen. There's uh, trees sitting on 90 degree angles across each other. Hey, Reese, come, come, come and have a look at this. I know. <laughs> it's literally sitting horizontal, stuck between two trees. <laughs> how, there? how did it get there? How did it grow like that? Yeah. <laughs> that's for me that's bewildering uh, and, and, and just for some some backstory on that blowering is my home water and uh, uh it could probably in, in one scan of the head that dan's doing now is about as much timber as i'd see in yeah, in, in a yeah. whole night <laughs> yeah she's like a desert skate there yeah yeah are you feeling it on this point absolutely nothing yeah let's cross over yeah good over to that bank over there yeah um, so I hope you guys have enjoyed this so far. It's been just a bit of a random ramble, but I guess we can do that on the podcast. Yeah. No one's stopping us, mate. That's what, that's what it's about, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's, get it's, out and chew the fat. It's yeah. kind of the same thing as when I um, when I did that video once, Dan, we were on the river and I go, well, for everyone who's watching, yes. well, you are, because if you're not, you don't know I'm talking. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's good. It's good fun. Yeah, yeah. I would love to have uh, found a fish or two, mind you. I tell you what, it is cooling down a little bit out here. It's funny good you say that. You feeling it? I am. <laughs> I am. And you're going to research what it's actually at? Cause What's the coldest you've ever fished in? Uh, Copeton. What was it? Well, it was minus nine at Inverell. <laughs> <laughs> no, that can't be right. It got to the point... It's definitely not 7.9 degrees out here. It's definitely not that. It got to the point where... Um, the frost was growing, oh, so the lure had like half a centimetre of icicles growing around it. So, so cold. It was frosty at what, at nine it was starting to set? Oh, earlier, like sunset. During uh, the campfire? Yeah. The frost was setting? Yeah. Did you have the guides freezing up on you? Oh, well and truly, everything. Um, well and truly. Lecky took us ages to get the lecky. Had to defrost the lecky. Defrost the lecky. Took us ages. Because <laughs> it was it had ice shut from being wet from the session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that afternoon. Yeah. All the bearings, the whole lot. The, yeah. The deck looked like the bank grass is all the same colour. Jeez, oh, it was cold. But I was pretty good though. Yeah. Well, like, you, with the right clothing. You gear up for it. Yeah. Just the fingers and the yeah. face. Face. Well, we didn't we didn't motor that morning either. Remember. We pushed off from camp and started fishing. Yeah. Yeah, right. If well, we, had done, yeah. we had done a you know, 15 minute boat run to the favourite oh, spot. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Was that the morning we caught a fish? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Super icy. Um, yep. I did a minus seven at Juck once. Ooh. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure what in the coldest at the Juck's been. But I did I a just, minus five at Blairy. Yeah, I know I've definitely been minus five. Um, but that one at Copen is one that I know was actually. Next, Next level. level cold, yeah. It's when you know you're alive, hey? Oh, yeah, yeah. You Have really fish has ever been caught on a podcast before? No, um, I don't think this is going to be the first time either, mate, to be honest. What? That a fish has been caught on a podcast? We're just telling you about all the fish we just caught. We do have... We I had to think have... about that for a second. Then I was like, what do you mean? Are you going to do this again? I was like, well, no, we're probably not going to catch it. <laughs> do you have... Do we, do we do have photo proof of the fish? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely did happen. It goes to show that it didn't. it doesn't just happen. Yep. You know, especially when we're sort of not concentrating full yeah. on what we're doing. Not that you guys have had much to concentrate on. Yeah, um, I do struggle to talk and steer and look at the same time. I think so. you're doing a pretty good job, Dan. 
Just pretend you're with Matt in the boat. You guys had a good chat. Yeah, but night. we didn't care about much what we were doing either, to be honest. <laughs> um, we very satisfied with that stage of the sesh. What have we got creeping along that rock there? Geez, they can be hard to pick out of those rocks. Yeah. So those hot spots get yeah. my attention, but... Too many of them. Mm, rocks aren't Too many and no... There's no movement. No. So what are we looking for? The Not fish. that anyone can see, but we're going. Explain explain yep. what kind of bank um, you're on, what, you, what you're sort of looking for on the screen to determine a cod. Oh, we're now on a 45 degree sort of a bank. And we've got a bit of scattered timber. So there's a bit of structure. Um, and basically just moving along parallel with the bank. Sort of varying between, I don't know, at the moment I'm in four. Um, I've been out to eight, ten metres of water, that sort of depth, just sort of zigzagging along the bank and basically, well, think of it like spotlighting. So I'm basically swivelling the transducer from side to side from about a three o'clock to a nine o'clock out the front of the boat and basically looking for those big uh, marks. So there'll be a big hot, hot return that will come back. And as soon as we see one of those hot returns, just kill everything and just observe it for a few seconds and you'll soon pick out and go, yep, that's a big fish. Or we think it's a big fish, but it turns out to be two carp, which mm. does obviously fool you sometimes. Um, but that's the sort of thing you're looking for. Any sort of movement along the bottom is worth taking note of because it can be super, super hard to pick out of the bottom. Yeah, especially in blowing. Glowering, they love, well, they use that for cover, don't they? Yep. They basically ambush from the bottom. Yep. Here they don't have to because they've got so much cover. So a lot of the fish we've been seeing are only about four metres from the top at most. Yeah, if that. And that can be anywhere. I mean, we're in 15 metres of water. If I've got a bit of tree or something nearby, that's yep. not too deep for them to be just cruising out here. No. They're just, you know. Oof, it drops away, doesn't it? It does. That's really oh, steep yeah. there now. You're on too steep a bank for winter, really? Yeah, yep. You're on a summer bank? Typically, yes, this would be a summer bank. But you still do have an edge with spindly stuff growing along it. So there's, you know, the cod really doesn't care that much whether it's what the angle is. And we found them here on, we found success here on the steeper stuff. And so that's sort of that replicating things again, isn't it? Be interesting to see if we do find something. The biggest now. lesson I take too from this now is we're going half blind. Like we've had so much success on this trip, but because now we're in the territory we didn't research during the day, yep. we have no idea and you get lost and you could get stuck in this pattern. Yeah. You just pick a bank. Like yep, for, those, for those of you guys listening, you, you don't just go pick a bank. You don't just go, oh, that looks good. You, if you do, you're going to get stuck. Yeah, and it'll come together one day. Yeah. But you've got to research. Yeah, and if you don't have some sort of familiarity with your surroundings, you're not going to have the confidence to run to the next spot either. Mm, absolutely. Because you then you don't know what the next spot looks like. Yeah. The next spot because it's pitch black. I love how you nailed familiarity. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, did you? I noticed. Mm-hmm. That's Very probably well done, mate. that's probably half the reason, well, probably more that I spend so much time in the end of blowing that I do because I've only been up the other end a few times and. You want to familiarise yourself? Well, yeah, yeah, and, and I want to go and do it in in my time where I can go up in the day and drive around and have a look at this and scan that and, mm -hmm. and get the mud map in my mind so that when the lights are out, yep. I'm not fumbling around in the dark. 
You started with the maps too, didn't you, Jim? Absolutely. That like was the SF maps yep. that we did. Yep. Why, why is that? Like, how were they valuable? For, for me, I, I, I saw it as a, a like a, a huge step in the right direction. I mean, I, I'd lived in the area for a couple of years and driven past the dam more times that I could count, but never been on it. And you know, if there's if there's one thing you take advantage of when you move to a new area, fishing a new venue, is to pour yourself into detail, be it on uh, Google Maps or like what SF offers is the detail um, explanation on the whole lot, like from water levels, what banks will look like, structure was one of the biggest things that I loved about it is that Reese had taken the effort to, to, to photograph and get aerial shots of blowering when the water was low. So, yes, that's what I thought so, you were going to say. Yeah, when, when I came yeah, wicked to... shots. And it's unreal, hey. I, so it doesn't look like... It's, you're not meant to be looking at something pretty. You, you literally look at it and go, oh, so that's what it looks that's like underneath the, the water. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a big flat there after a steep bank with timber and this yep. and yep. the key it, stuff. It, it dropped down to, what, 75%, 76% there for, for a hot moment. And since then, it's been in the 90s. And it's a completely different venue. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, yeah, so... Same with this joint. I mapped this mm. when it was low. All the photos were slow. Because, yep. Dan, you, uh, one thing I want to ask you, you do research before trips. Absolutely, yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure I asked you when we went somewhere else. Where did we go recently? I'm like, did you research this trip or something? You're like, no. I'm like, um, well, you normally do. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, but you know what you're doing. <laughs> do you remember? Was it the Bidgey Drift? Yeah, the Bidgey Drift, yeah. You're like, no, I just, yeah, I just, you know. Yeah, which is extremely rare for me. I, you went in blind? Yeah, and... That was, but with no care, you knew. Yeah, I was happy to be that way because I don't know. I guess I just threw my um, faith into into Reese and went. You know what? He knows it like the back of his hand. Well, what did you do on this trip then? I feel like how much research did you do for this one? Um, a reasonable amount. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Not based on spots. It was based on the spot that we said we were going to go fish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I knew what end we were heading to. So yeah, just jump in, have a look around. And when we got here, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, that's that spot. This is where we're heading. That heads off in that direction. Bit of an idea. Obviously, it's. You know, Tell you what, we should be shaking this bank for yellows. <laughs> Good yellow bank. It's a steep rocky bank. <laughs> <laughs> Looks uh, like if you're rolling down that hill, you wouldn't stop. Yeah, if, if Dill was here, he'd be in trouble. He likes to do roly polies. Does he? Um, but yeah, like you said, like I, I mapped it when it was super low, so I have an image in my head mm. of what it looks like when it's super low. And I even jumped on the maps yep. before we come to yep. go. I'm pretty sure it was that bank. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, how's that feeding point next to that rocky bank? And yep. we actually forgot to go fish that spot. Yeah. No, I did that with heaps of stuff on the site i read heaps of other people's reports on all the different lakes and just stuff that you can potentially <coughs> share or not share use on your own home dam or any other dam always trying to pick up those little little clues along the way mm -hmm. um to see if we can actually be the first podcast to catch a fish or most likely definitely the first to catch a cod are we just going to keep chatting and roll through this, or do you want to try and pick up and pick another bay, and we'll kick the podcast back off when we roll in the next bay? What's the plan? What's the plan, gentlemen? Uh, 
I'm I I I I'm just had a good burnout then. Um, yeah, and that's going to stay spinning in. the wheels. <laughs> Jimmy, you got to leave that in when you stitch this or edit this podcast, please. <laughs> Two stroke in the wet, hey, just zing, 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 zing. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm in any position to make a decision on this. No, my um, my session's done. I'm 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 done. All right. Well, I, I think anymore, we yeah. talked for a lot longer than I planned. So yeah, that was a mm. good forty-minute not podcast as usual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good so, chat though. Good yarn. Well, it was it was the fishing really didn't take away from it no. at all. I expected the. I thought there'd be a few interruptions. Yeah, but it just really does goes to show how yeah, dead, dead yep. a section can yeah. be. It's a when, big section we've travelled. Yeah, and there was multiple fish through on, that other area. We should have just turned around with the start of the podcast and gone back the Come other way. Come back and done another lap on that. We said that at the start, though. I did say to this afternoon I'd be quite happy to <laughs> turn around and just work that bank all over again now that it was pitch black, and that's exactly what we should have done. Well, that's what you did to catch your fish. Yes. But you said, we, I would have turned around with Jimmy if you weren't behind me still. The podcast would have been probably a little bit different, possibly a little bit more interrupted if we did that because we definitely would have seen literally just before we set up yeah and now we've traveled how far but it's a good lesson yeah Yeah. you know that's what's happened but it's a great lesson to share with people we've now been talking for however long yep it is completely barren yeah we haven't seen a cod we haven't (laughs) we haven't seen a cod but yet we we literally set up the podcast and we we saw a cod two like five minutes before we decided to start setting up yeah multiple fish yeah it is a it is a specky place, but just like all impoundments, there is concentrations. Yep. So we've gone from a metery, a four metery night, to a kilometre or more of bank, without seeing a fish. Not a skerrick. And I would have like, in in my untrained eyes for this, I would have thought that that was good country. You know, to to look through. Yeah. I, I would have done it personally myself. I probably would have gone a little bit quicker by um by yep. now, but I would have settled in and 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 yep. worked it slowly and and methodically and looked and looked and looked and it would have been for nothing yeah yeah anyway i think we might wrap it up yeah we might hit uh bed but anyway there you go first social fishing podcast floating in a boat i want to do it again on like you yeah so do i that i want to really do good. one where we can actually catch a fish i, I don't know how the audio would go because i actually set the levels on this podcast quite low so i hope it doesn't affect you guys listening just in case you hooked one yeah. And the excitement levels hit the roof and yeah. the levels. But I'll tell you what, next time we do it, we we'll do it with one boat so I don't have to follow because I feel like I've been on <laughs> way more concentration mode than you guys. In hindsight, you could have just tethered her off the back because all we've been doing is... Driving at the same just, speed? Just doing, doing a half knot ahead. So I've got the boat literally two or three metres off the back of Dan's just following, but because <laughs> I can't see the electric head... I'm on real struggle street going oh. straight. I was doing doughies at Hindsight the start. Hindsight glow stick on the front of it would have been a cracking idea, hey? I thought of that about 10 minutes after we started. <laughs> yeah, anyway, nice. um, right. that's what we've done. We've done, uh, yeah, podcast from mm. the boat. I've, I've, great idea, Jimmy. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Next time we'll make it our, uh, our goal to catch a fish on a podcast and you guys will just have to close your eyes and imagine what is happening. Yeah. We yeah. might be lucky enough to get a little bit of... A little bit of footage in amongst it if a hot moment comes along. Yeah, which you'll have to go watch somewhere else. Yeah. Not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. No. <laughs> we'll make something special for YouTube, hey? We'll put it, we'll put it up there. On Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, Eildon. 
Yeah. Uh, it, oh, could be an annual trip. Uh, will be. Will be. There you go. Dan said it. <laughs> annual trip. Windermere is yeah. close to an annual trip, if not every second year. Yes. Barrandong this year? What, what's Barrandong, the plan this year? I am a definite Barrandong this year. Barrandong. Crater Lakes. If I had to choose, I'm choosing Barrandong. I think we'll be at Barrandong. Yeah. Um, Crater Lakes. Jimmy? Um, We're going down there. To yeah, yeah, do keen at Chase some trouties. Yep. Yep. Um, and maybe Northern New South Wales to start mapping some more lakes. But as a summary, we are going to publish a trip report. Can yep. you run us through what the trip reports are? for this? If, if this is your first time listening or you actually have no idea what we're talking about, what is a trip report? Yeah, a uh, trip report is basically exactly what it sounds like. It's a report on what we learn on our trip uh, with a full breakdown of exact areas, uh, the key banks, the key lures, the key retrieves, every little detail that we found out here goes into the trip report. Yeah, so we've kind of brushed over a fair bit actually. We've covered quite a lot for you guys today. Yeah. But about their behaviour, what we found, what they reacted to, what they ate. What they didn't. Yep, we did it at Wyangla three weeks ago. Yeah. Full trip report. Yep. Uh, relating to the SF maps. And multiple boats again. You know, three boats out here last night. Four, all yeah, three, four last night. Four, sorry. Yep, four out here last night, all learning, all experiencing, and that all gets shared. Yeah. And then a video. Ooh, yeah. juicy. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be some good, good stuff in that, I reckon. I said to you, do people want to see four fish get caught in one night but now i'm thinking oh that that will be a specky night session to watch because we have full lights so you can actually watch it and see it yeah. properly and yeah um the lessons and the and jimmy's fish wow that'll be the night after but yeah, yeah. if you remember that will be up hopefully in the next couple of weeks yeah along with a stack of educational tip content heaps we've learned a lot videos i feel like i've learned a lot personally from being here like this um it's different it's the fish behaviour here is very different to Blaring, Yeah. Very different to Barringer. Yep. Very different to Copeland. Different to Wyangla, hey, Jimmy? Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. Blaring fish. Blaring fish, yeah. Jack fish still have a similarity to Wyangla fish, I feel. The behaviour is a little bit different, but just yep. these guys here are just like food, eat. Yep. They're so fat. Really uh, like pelagic in the way they move. They're not staged in trees. They're not staged in spindlies so much they're not staged up on rock walls they're just cruising and eating yeah smashing mm. right oh, no, we got one more morning session left yeah let's see if we can we'll finish it off yep your son on our trips we yep. do this and we talk about it in most of our vlog sessions yep gives a prediction yep what was your boy's predictions for this trip yeah, so... I was a very overwhelmed with what he said our <laughs> goals to be. Uh, Henry said six metres. I was like, get out. One yep. would be good. Yep. And we caught five. Good. Yep. And we were a centimetre short from the six. Pretty close. <laughs> and what did Dill say the biggest fish would be? Dill said a metre 17. What did you catch? Metre 17. Jimmy did pip you by 120. He did. But you still caught a metre 17. Yep. Which is... Pretty good. It is. It is so Crazy good. good. And yeah. they've picked it before. Windy, I think they nearly yeah. picked it if it weren't for our last session. There. And, and this is completely, they've never even seen the lake. They're just, how old are they? <laughs> uh, 15 and Henry's just about 12. Yeah. And Henry just gives you some random ones sometimes. Yeah, yeah sometimes. <laughs> There's no judgment. It's just, oh, I'll just pick a number. Yep. Six yep. metres. I'm like, come on, Henry. Yeah. And yet yeah. we caught four in a few hours. I was like, what? Yeah. 
yeah. maybe we can make it happen. Um, yeah, he's going to be, he'll be really surprised at the story when I get home. You haven't told him? I've mentioned a few things, but yeah, there'll be a full nice. sit down and yeah, that's chat. True. It's always a good debrief with the do kids. Do they like it? Do they? Love it. They do? Yeah, love it. And the photos start rolling through and yeah. And then the film comes out and it's, yeah, put her on the big screen and yeah. Mate, good. One day they'll be jostling for a position in here with you. Definitely, mate. Until Ori gets a bit of a run every now and then to um, help us out in a few things. So. And then you, big fella. When your When yours comes of age. Yeah, yeah. little man. Yeah. I know, that's still a little bit away, but the fun sessions will start. So like the yeah. bait fishing and the yep. back to basics. Good fun stuff. Yeah. Right, like you. And, uh, yeah. Epic trip. And thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you. No worries, thank you. Thanks again, Jimmy, for your masterstroke of an idea. Yeah, I'm glad this worked out. Until next time. And let us know if you want it again. Yeah. And if you want us to catch one on it. Definitely a bit of feedback. If we don't hear from you, then we don't know. Send us a message, let us know. But thanks, guys. Let's go to bed. Thank you. Jimmy waved to you guys, but you didn't see that. (laughs) 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 Yeah, uh, I'm good ready one. for my sleeping bag. Yeah.